Welcome back to another great episode of Comedians in Bed, where comedians can be comedians. I don't really know what that means, but it sounds like something you should say on a podcast, man. And as always, I have another great host. Another great host. I'm super fried. I could be another host. great guest. For you. <laughs> another great guest for us here today, man. If you haven't seen him on your phone, you're going to see him right here in the flesh today. I'm so glad to have no other than the very funny, the very multi-talented Adam Little, everybody. Give it up for Adam Little. Nice you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I have an applause, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> That's what's up. In his Appreciate luxurious it. hair. <laughs> dude, I need to wash it really bad. You know what's craziest, dude? I don't actually, I don't use tap water. Like, I don't shower. You know what I mean? Um, I bathe yeah. myself. Like, me and my girlfriend, we bathe each other. It's really romantic, by the way. Uh, mm. But, yeah, I don't wash my hair in tap water, bro. I don't. And I wash my hair maybe once a week. So, and it still come out curly like that. That's so yeah, that's so beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, natural yeah, beauty, yeah. natural beauty. Is what we're discussing. <laughs> hey, hey, babe, you're gonna have to check this guy. He's kind of hitting on me a little bit. I don't man. Were you born and raised in Columbus, man? I just like I found out about you obviously from doing comedy, you know, in the scene and stuff. But like, were you born and all? You don't give me like Ohio vibes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, do I give you colonizer vibes? No. <laughs> okay, good. You give no, me yeah. like you give me like you live like in Jamaica during like certain time of the year type vibes. It's funny. No, it's funny. I am going to Costa Rica for a month in February, dude. It's, it's awesome oh, down there. But yeah, man, I am. Uh, I'm from Ohio, dude. I was born and raised here. Like I was born on the east side near Reynoldsburg. Yeah. Uh, Bow Wow went to Young uh, Yorktown middle, middle yeah. School. That's where I would have went to middle school, basically. But uh, then my mom moved to the west side of Columbus, and then I went to, yeah, just like Franklin Heights, you know, west side high school. But yeah, from okay. yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, um, we're so um, different and unique here uh, in Columbus. But uh, I, agree. I will say one of the things that I love, I love most about you is that you're always like the same when I when I see you, no matter the circumstance. You're always very friendly and very kind. You have cats, so no, nah, it's funny, man. I love I love cats, but. Me and my girlfriend, we're never we're never really here, so we we want a cat, but she's actually watching her sister's cat right now. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, okay. we're just never here, man. You know, with, with pets, you want to be around and stuff, but yeah, right. yeah. How how old are you? Uh, I just turned thirty last year, or this in March, and I'll be thirty one in March. So. You're you're about you're about to be thirty one. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Are you uh, trying to say I look good for thirty, dude? Because uh, I had no. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like in your 20s or something that's crazy yeah. well with the stash i mean it gives me some third if i shave i definitely look younger but uh it's it's mustache season so you know yeah 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 you know? hey i never knew we were close to age i'll be 33 in the next month nice yeah 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 okay yeah, man i'm cool. I'm, su- I'm surprised did you think okay so because of like social media and stuff did you think i was a dickhead or something did you think like be honest when I first <laughs> when I first met you, um, I just had to de- 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 I just had to realize that sometimes you're in character and then sometimes yeah. you're you. But I never mm-hmm. like saw you you until I came uh, with you guys when you were shooting and I was just like just standing around. Like that's when I was like, oh, this is who he is. And then I would see you out, and then you would uh, come over a couple times and. Yeah, that's when I started to like, oh no, he's super chill. Like I just always saw you in character, so I never I never got a grasp of like who you were. Yeah, everyone everyone usually thinks I'm crazy and I'm just like, no, I just 
dude, <laughs> doing stuff in front of a camera, you know. What do you th- what do you think about that though? Did you like uh, being at Puff Palace that one day? Did you like? Yeah, because it? I've never I've been on a I've been on a a movie studio set, but mm-hmm. never like an independent one. You know, even though it was like a sketch, but like an independent set, so it was like cool to like see how like just like to see how you guys were just all collectively like in your creative like flow like you know what i'm saying like it's like kind of like how somebody's like in a music studio mm-hmm. they're like you know making up you got one person doing the engineering to beat and all this type of stuff and writing and it's just that's, that's kind of how i felt like it was just like we're in the studio and you guys were just like creatively like flowing and how it was just like i know it looked easy but like just how it was like a, um a continuous process it wasn't like well, we're going to stand around and just yeah, off for a little bit. It was like, okay, let's go to the next thing. Let's go to the next thing, and like, yeah, I really like that. And I like cool. too, like how um, your your girlfriends was there to be like supportive. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes they just be like, oh, you guys are just taking yeah. off or whatever. But they're like really like invested and supportive, and that's that really counts too. Especially being like a young man, like trying to find support with like something that's not a basic nine to five. That's very yeah. gratifying. So I thought I I really like that. Yeah, dude, to be honest with you, I mean, my girlfriend's not a fan of everything I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? She, like, she's not, like, she, she's very, she has a good sense of humor. But, you know, I, I cross the line sometimes on purpose. And, yeah, obviously, some people don't like that. But she's, like, uh, she's always supportive no matter what, even if she doesn't like the idea. So, yeah, yeah I, lo- I love having her on set and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like how you was writing on, on set. Like, do you do you aspire to be, like, a director? Because, I mean, you were directing that day, but do you aspire to be a director or do you already consider yourself a director? I mean, dude, I'm an amateur, but, yeah, I, I would consider myself a director. I want to I want to direct because I feel like, again, I've been on sets, too, mm-hmm. and I've seen directors be dickheads and just not not be very fun to work with. And that's my goal is to create a fun work environment because if you have a nine-to-five, whether it's a desk job, whatever, you kind of want it to be a little fun. I mean, it, it gives life purpose and meaning. So, uh, yeah, man, I want to be a director someday because I feel like I work well with people. And also, I lo- I'm not the best writer. I'm an okay writer. So when I have all these comedians around pitching different ideas to a premise, dude, it's the funnest thing. It's like working on a puzzle with your friends. It's really fun. But so, I feel like that's part of what directing is. Like, it's not like a dictatorship, like, do what I say, but it's like, okay, let's come together to make this. I feel like that's what makes a good director. Like, let's all bring ideas to the table and no ideas too big or too small. And like, you were really like flowing in that. You was like, okay, what do you got? You know what I'm saying? Like, and you were mm-hmm. like, okay, let's do that. And then add your two cents to it. And like, I really like that. Um, I was watching this, uh, this Tyler Perry documentary, uh, the other day and it was real good. It was about like his life and stuff like that. And, uh, People were talking about like how quickly he moves on set and things like that. I like how you move fast on set too, because like we don't need mm-hmm. to stand around and just waste money. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I've I've been on jobs where just for a music video, just like you know, a secondhand cameraman or doing some lighting or something. And I've been with some directors who take like thirty minutes just to do a shot that only takes one minute. And mm-hmm. I get it, you want it to look cinematic and stuff, but dude, yeah, it takes up a lot of your time and. You know, doing Puff Palace and stuff, it's we only have a certain window. And also, I know as the director, since I'm editing as well, like if we got the shot, we got the shot. Let's move on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you it's love it. editing? Because I, 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 it's very tedious. It's, it's an art, but I hate it. I would avoid to do it as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is a very, it, it can be annoying, but if you like what you're editing, obviously it's fun. Yeah. So the only way I'll edit for people, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but it's only if I get paid now. 
Um, yeah. I've done my due diligence with free editing for friends and people and uh, it's just too much. You know what I mean? And uh, if you're good at it, you can get paid with it really well. So, yeah. but finding the jobs is really hard, I guess. Let's, let's, let's go back. Um, how did you get into like with getting familiar with the camera and editing? I got my start with just being an intern in a newsroom. So how did you nice. get your start? Um, I don't want to sound egotistical, bro, but I learned on my own. Like I never had a mentor. I never had anybody show me, you know, stuff like hands on. So, you know, you got YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, I started when I was like 16 in high school, just like just fucking with things. Uh, I'm not the smartest when it comes to equipment, but I know the basics. And as long as you know the basics, it just gives you're, you're more versatile. Like I know the basics in audio, uh, camera settings, um, lighting. I know the basics. So, yeah, I mean, that's how I got my start is I just would pick stuff up and learn and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. So and then my, my biggest way of learning how to be funny, because I'm personally not that funny, dude. It's, I know how to be funny. Mm -hmm. And uh, the biggest way I learned how to be funny was watching my brother interact with people. He was really charismatic and just always made people laugh. And then also we would watch movies together and watch TV shows together. And when you watch a, a show that you like, you, it kind of. It's ingrained in your brain of how to make something similar, you know? Yeah, yeah. So how did you, um, when you, okay, you got the camera and things like that. How did you know that you wanted to use like a real camera as opposed to a cell phone? Oh, there's nothing wrong with using a cell phone, but, you know, your your shot quality looks pretty good and it actually looks like a little clip from a sh from an actual show. So how did mm -hmm. you, did you know that's the direction that you wanted to go or is that something you kind of just like stumbled upon? Oh, yeah, dude, I took out... $25,000 in credit cards and just spend them all on cameras, dude. Just because I knew that if I did that, it would, I would, I would have no excuse to not make anything at that point because everyone has an iPhone. Yes, you can make good stuff with an iPhone, but having that kind of equipment opens a lot of doors for you and it just makes your stuff look better, you know? So what gave you, what gave you the confidence to, to bet on yourself and take out credit cards? Oh, dude, that I could die tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real. Like, I could die tomorrow, dude, so why not? I mean, I was just talking to my girlfriend today about, like, I don't... Message! You know, I, I live like a gypsy. I live day to day. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking gambles all the time. So, and then this week I thought, like, I'm going to take a bigger risk. I'm not going to say what it is right now because I want it to be a surprise. But, yeah, dude, I'm going to take some risk here soon and see where it goes. Because why not? You know, I don't have any kids. I don't have any obligations. No, I love that. Um yeah, I don't know. When did, when did you start doing that? Because I started doing that like around 29, 30. When did I start committing Taking credit risk. card fraud? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Taking risk? Uh, on yourself. 25. Yourself. 25 and 26. Yeah. 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 Well, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same for me. Because then that's when I moved to Texas. So, yeah. Why'd you move back? You didn't like it? Uh, It was the newsroom was very different from the one here. Okay. And I went down there naive, thinking it would be the same. And it was a new station. It just was, it just wasn't going uh, the way that I wanted it to go. And then not only that, uh, my car got repoed. So I was okay. like, I was, "I'm gonna get to work." So I was mm -hmm. like, "Ah, let's drive 20 hours back home." Like, let's yeah. you know, what I'm saying so. Um, but coming back home, that was like, that's when I. That's when I. I mean, I. Now that I say it out loud. I thought I started taking a risk when I came back home, but I actually took one when I left. But when I came back home, that's when I started like 
doing acting and screenwriting and eventually doing comedy. So, mm-hmm. oh, you know yeah. how to write scripts? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I don't nice. write them as often as I want to, but yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's good to know, man. It's a good skill to have. Like I'm, again, an amateur, but if you know how to write a script, the basics of it, you're already ahead. You know, and uh, being I, a- I just I just learned from like looking at like downloading like an insecure script and just watching. Yep. Just that's how I learned. Yeah, yep. talk myself. Exactly, bro. Instead of paying twenty thousand dollars for a class in college, it's, that's the way to go. But hold on, hold on. There's a hole in that story, dude. You just said your car got repoed, and then you drove back. I didn't drive back. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I emotionally uh, manipulated my father, and I cried on the phone, and I told him <laughs> I, I wanted to come back home, and nice. he bought me a plane ticket. <laughs> nice, nice. That's the dude. last thing he ever did for me. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh yeah. And then I lived with him for for a couple months, and I lived with my mom for a couple months, and then mm-hmm. I just yeah, eventually found my own spot. And but yeah, like that's really what I think about. It. Like I I just I was like, well then shoot, I didn't already achieve achieve that dream. It wasn't at the level I wanted to, but mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I still f- like consider myself a journalist. You know, with like doing this, I feel like it's a form of journalism. So. Why did you Why did you want to get into journalism? Because that's that was my first route too. But I realized. Yeah. I didn't want to, no offense, but I just didn't want to be a fucking puppet and, and do what they wanted me to do. That's the only reason I didn't do it. See, that's, but see, that's, okay, so, like, when I was in college, um, when I went to Youngstown State, they would let me, not necessarily let me do whatever I wanted to do, but, like, I could, I it wasn't like a no. You know, I was record uh, the cameraman for, like, sporting events, and uh, they wanted me to hire me on, like, as, like, to like film the practice for the football team, but I was like, I'm going back home to Ohio State because I know I can get a better internship. Mm-hmm. And I just got into it because I like I like sports and I wanted to be a sideline reporter. And uh, then like once I started doing it, bro, like uh, Donald Trump was running for president, and just like journalism had just like changed. Like it wasn't no more about the truth. I was just like, mm-hmm. bro, this goes against everything I was taught in school. Like, yeah, I was just. And then like you run, I know it was like you know when you first start you. You go to a smaller market, so you have to do everything, you know, set up the tripod, all that bull crap, write your own script, cut it up and get it in a timely fashion. But it was just like, um, man, I just don't know if I want to like I remember one time I asked, could I do a story on like why the school lunch is so bad? Yeah, it was like, nah, you can't do that. And I'm like, what you mean I can't do that? Like, that's weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's when I was like, dang, I'd rather just have my own and own my own stuff and talk about what I want to talk about because this yeah. ain't this local news stuff ain't really it. Like it just, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. So right. I, well, I got a, produ- I got a production company and I just, I, I want to make TV shows and movies with it. And, but I really, and do documentaries. Like I love mm-hmm. documentaries. So that's what I yeah. want to do with that. Uh, when you say you have a production company, what do you mean by that? Like you have an LLC. I just set up my first LLC the other yep. day. Um, I got LLC. I pay for the EIN number. Uh, all I got to do is just, go get the stuff like i don't know where to get grants and shit for money but like i don't even know what to do if i did like i'll probably just try to make find my make my own tv show or whatever but yeah yeah like yeah like How that's the first had i've had i got it i think like november 2019 oh okay so you've got it. for a couple years yeah 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 i'm I just now learning yeah i haven't done anything with it but I mean, that's the beauty of you can do whatever you want with it, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. You know, I can I can make anything with it. So, I, I just I really I just consider like me doing this podcast as a part of the production company. Like I produce this, all this. So, yeah, yeah, I see for it, sure, yeah. for yeah. sure, man. But uh, what? Uh, how did you when you first did your sketch 
and you know things are going and rolling what kind of like tactics did you use to uh go viral was that a goal of yours or is just something that you kind of like stumbled upon uh i mean I, I, if you're being if i'm being real bro yeah like you want you want your videos to get views and likes and stuff like that but i have a video of the first meeting i ever had with every all of my friends my close friends who i wanted to be a part of a little show because it wasn't supposed to be like my thing it was supposed to be a group thing uh-huh. um and originally a little show was supposed to be uh, a collective of like sketch comedians um who make stuff and also whoever wanted to submit their their sketches we would post them on our profile but you know, people have their own lives and stuff like that. So it just, it became like a me and like three other person group. And we just started making sketches. And um, I guess the game you had to play at the time was being being on top of the trends. Like you have to make videos about the trending topics. Um, whatever's in pop culture, you know, that's how you get views. That's how you stay relevant. And I played the game for a little bit. Um, but that really wasn't what I wanted to do, man. That's why I've stopped making sketches lately. Like, I don't want to play that game. I want to make stuff that's like near and dear to my heart. Yeah. I like being goofy and I like being dumb, silly, but eventually I want to make, you know, comedy series about socioeconomic issues, uh, you know, emotions, uh, play on people's heartstrings and just stuff like that. But right now I kind of have to pull in an audience by being goofy and silly, I guess. So do you worry about if you pull in that audience that they'll be willing to go with you in whatever creative journey that you go forth? Well, I mean, it depends. Uh, it depends on how your as a, as an audience member. It depends on how how you uh, perceive things. I guess you know. Do you do you want to continue to view things that are just silly and goofy all the time, or do you want to progress and start thinking deeply and wondering why we're here on this planet? Um, but also keep keep in mind that you don't have to take it that serious too. You can still be goofy while having those, you know, ideals and perceptions about the world and blah, blah, blah. So if, if, yeah, if people come along for the goofy stuff, you know, you have an opportunity to go along the ride with me, you know, if you want to get into the deeper stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. How deep, like what's like, like, um, well, I'm very pessimistic, dude. I, I, uh, I can, I know I have the ability to be positive and loving, which I, I try to do all the time. But when I'm alone with my own thoughts and stuff, I'm always wondering, like, why am I here? What am I doing? What's the purpose? And I've come to realize, like, I don't know if this is the truth, but I've come to realize, like, there really is no meaning to life. It's only what you put meaning on. You know, whatever you think means something, that's what that's what means something. Um, I try to not look, look at things at bad and good. It's really hard to. Trust me, I, I, I fail all the time. But uh, I think that's a good a good way to view life is like, you know, whatever matters to you matters. And, you know, as long as you don't, as long as you don't kill yourself, you're fine. Right. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's had that thought. Right. I don't know, man. That sounds pretty cool. Actually, right about now, it's pretty cold uh, mm-hmm. outside. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'll be thinking about that. I'll be thinking about that stuff too. Like, I don't know if it's just the age. I don't know, but I'll just be sitting there, but I'll, I'll be like, bro, like, I know I have a purpose, but like, what is my purpose of like being a human being? Like, why mm-hmm. wasn't I like created to be a rock? Like a rock sounds really 
by the tone by the tone of your voice i can tell you want to be a rock (laughs) you want to be a rock so bad like in the sea just having just water just splash all over me like that just (laughs) oh man seems like a dream come true because it's like i don't know as i get older it's like dang we really are here and people are really making us pay bills like (laughs) like, why are we like this is crazy like i mean it's a it's a weird it's a weird concept honestly like I, I, i talk about this with my girlfriend a lot but this the way that society works because there's such thing as money it creates such a disconnect with human beings and it it takes us away from thinking about life the way that we're supposed to you know what i just said to you earlier about like the kind of thoughts that i have i feel like if everyone had similar thoughts or just even you know put their mind in that kind of that mode that this world would be a better place um but yeah it's, it's hard to when you have to worry about rent uh making yourself happy um you know sustaining relationships and yeah it's it's a hard place to to navigate i feel like i feel like it takes away from the human experience i feel like we're not taught about what it means to be human and Mm -hmm. uh when you do try to have a human experience it's like someone looks at you and be like how dare you and it's like, but I'm I'm human. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, like if we were both to sit here and cry, like some people might judge it and be like, why are these guys crying? But we're human. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're supposed to have that experience. And so it's kind of like, dang. Like, that's why I'd be like, why am I supposed to, what is the purpose of me being a human if I don't really feel like I'm getting a human experience, you know? Yeah. Where I'm, I'm working all hours of the day. I can't even enjoy yeah. life. I haven't even been off this 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 part of the land on the earth, you know? And then it's like, we on a rock. Let's take a drop. So it's kind of back to what your point where you was talking about, like, I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. That's kind of how I live my life. You know, just like, yeah. you don't know if you're really going to be here tomorrow. So what are you, what are we waiting for? Yeah. It, it's just, you have to, you have to navigate how serious you want to take things and how unserious you want to take things. And that's, that's why I think we get into comedy is because, you know, the, the stuff that people think are so serious, we can make fun of or, you know, create some laughter from it. It's it's a skill, dude. You know, yeah. so now is your comedy has got you all the way out. Sometimes um, I'll be I'll be talking to people and they be like, "Yeah, he's out in L.A. right now." And I'll be like, "Dang, living it up!" Like, how is it knowing that um, your art speaks to other people to the point that they want to sit down, talk to you, make deals, or whatever it is that you guys do out there when you're eating your charcuterie boards? <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's it's a I love to experience things and do things like that. But in the back of my mind, I always know that I should never expect things again. Hard skill to have never to not try to expect things because then you let yourself down. Um, So when I go on trips like that or I meet new people or I talk to people who are interested in collabing or doing anything, I always keep in the back of my mind. It's okay if it doesn't work out because you still get to have fun and experience things on this planet. So, yeah, it is fun, dude. But think as a comedian and i'm i'm talking more to more about stand-up comedians right now because i'm not one but i i notice my friends who are stand-up comedians you know they they want to make it it's a very solo thing uh they have these ideas of where their life is going to go and then they're easily let down they're very emotional beings you know comedians are they're either really hard hard nosed and hard hard skinned or you know what i'm trying to say i can't think of a good word for it thick or they're skin. Very, yeah thick skin or they're very emotional so as long as you can take trips out to LA, you can meet new people. As long as you keep in the back of your mind, like, hey, things might not go the way that you want them to, 
but you're still going to have fun or still get to experience something, then I think you're in a good mindset. But all in all, I do enjoy traveling and, and doing stuff like that. It is fun. Dang, so, I'm both of those things. I'm thick skin and emotional. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, don't cry. <laughs> don't cry on the podcast, bro. <laughs> what, um, on, a, on a business tip, though, like, how do you know what's a good deal for you? Do you, do you go in blindly and just listen to what they have to say? Or do you go in with like, this is what I want. And if I don't, I'm, I'm out. Bro, I am the worst uh, when it comes to money. Like I said, I just now started charging people for editing if I do take on a job like that. But um, how I navigate deals, I guess, is just to ask people like, what is your budget? Um, or let's, okay, so like last year I was on a, a TV show. They, they wanted me to play a character in a TV show down in Texas. I didn't ask how much money they wanted me. They, they were going to pay me. I knew like the base rate and everything. But what I did was while I was on set, I, I offered an extra hand. Um, I offered to like help out move things here and there. So they ended up giving me a little more money. So I don't know, man. I, I really, I'm bad at that stuff. I couldn't give you an answer. I just yeah. go, with the, go with the flow on things. But when it comes to commercials, though, um, I always ask, like, what's your budget? basically and yeah is it your okay i'm gonna piggyback a little well i didn't i didn't even bring this up yet like is it your is it your goal to to get on a sketch show or is it just like you just want to use your sketches to really to be able to get to a place where you can really say what you want to say with your art well i mean at this point dude i don't really care to make a statement anymore i kind of just want to like make things based off of what I want to get out of my brain, what I want to talk about. And it's not, yeah. again, it's, it's not, it's as important as you want it to be. But my goal is to uh, get all my friends together, make a TV show, whatever it is, buy some land, build a farm, build some factory like buildings or whatever, not that big, but like studios and just have us create all day and make a living. And I'm not trying to be rich. I just want us to be able to make a living off of it. So, and I want to stay here in Columbus and do that. I don't want to leave. Um, but if I have to go on a sketch show or anything to do something like that, yeah, I'd be open to it. But I'd always want to like come back and do that. So that's very nice. You want to do that for Columbus? I don't really yeah, I want to give, dude. I want to give food away for free. That's my life goal. I want to grow food and give it away for free. That's what I want to do. <laughs> See, with my movie studio, I went to. Um, even though I do like the growing the growing food part, I was just <laughs> going to give like kids like internships, and they're not yeah. shooting up each other. <laughs> yeah, go on the freeway. Like For y'all sure. little niggas need something to do. That's what y'all mm-hmm. need instead of out, out here having sex and shooting guns. So that's what I was gonna do with with mines. Yeah, um, dude. I actually I had a I had an idea a few years ago when I when my YouTube was starting to take off a little bit. I can't, I stopped doing it, but I had an idea of like what I would do with the money and what I wanted to do was start up a nonprofit where I could do like a multiple smoothie trucks or like a veggie juices and juices and stuff like a truck that i can take to the inner city because in the in the inner city there's barely any like healthy food around you know mm-hmm. there's food deserts you name it i mean dude there's just not a lot of healthy options so i feel like i wanted to um yeah make have food trucks like that offering healthy food and like you get a punch card every week you can come to the truck every day for lunch or whatever and it's free but dude that's it takes a lot of money, I realized, and it's a really hard thing to, to accomplish. But are you yeah. ve- you vegetarian? Yeah, I'm vegan actually. Um, I eat honey though. You know what honey is? 
No. Now I'm questioning it myself. I, <laughs> so, I, I, I did, but I don't know more. Dude, honey, honey is bee spit into other bees' mouths, and they spit it into another bee's mouth, and then that's how honey is made. That's isn't so that, kinky. Isn't that gross, dude? It is gross, but it's kinky. I know, man. It's kind of hot, dude. If I was to be something, I'd want to be a bee after finding that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I'm a vegetarian, but I still eat cheese. But yeah. only like a Chipotle and pizza. And so do you eat pizza? Like, how do you eat pizza without cheese? Not that often, man. I mean, my girl's literally allergic to gluten. She'll break out in hives. So uh-huh. I kind of don't even eat bread anymore either. Um, yeah. So anytime we eat pizza, it has to be like that. One of those gay ass cauliflower crusts or whatever. <laughs> so, but it's good though. I mean, I don't mind it. Vegan cheese is the worst, bro. It, it is. It smells. It's just oh. it's sticky. It has a consistency of like an eighty year old's ejaculate. You know what I mean? It's, fucking, <laughs> it's just it's gross, dude. It is so gross, man. I haven't found a good one. I think the only good one I found was like the Follow Your Heart brand. I think, mm-hmm. but yep. I only had that one time. But yeah, yep. I can't. I can't do it, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm gonna eventually get to vegan. I just gotta, yeah. I'm yeah dude, starting, we, we make I'm our own. To... We make our own milk and we make our own cheese now too, out of cashews and stuff and pumpkin how seeds. You, how do you make your own milk, bro? Do you just get a? There's this thing called an almond cow, and it like makes the milk for you, so you don't have to use a, a cheesecloth to like strain it. Uh huh. Dude, it's the best. I do. I do cashews, dates, honey, and some cinnamon and vanilla, bro. The best like nut milk you'll ever have in your life, and then yeah, because really I haven't good. I haven't drank milk in a while because I had to stop drinking almond milk because it got gum in it. And I oh yeah, find. bro. The only one that didn't have gum in it was uh simply almond, but then they stopped selling it, and I'm like, yep. that's the worst part about being a vegetarian or vegan. Like you'll find something, and then they'll just stop selling it, and it's yeah, like dude. I was the one getting this. <laughs> yeah, man, dude, it's so fun to make your own stuff. I mean, if you if you have the time. um, you should get a food processor and it'll change your life, dude. You'll start so making food, so much stuff. A food pro- Yeah, I do want to get, that's when I said I was going to become a vegan, when I make my own stuff. Like, and mm-hmm. Plus, I felt like that would just make me more sexier as a bachelor <laughs> if I was wearing a silk, you know, robe and she there, <laughs> she's like, what are you making? I'm like, my own food. And yeah. like, and I tell her what I'm making and she eat it. And just, and she, I'm automatically getting the draws, but then I'll be like, nah, I don't want to do that to you. I'm a gentleman. You know, yeah, just yeah, yeah. That's funny. make her crave me more. Yeah. Okay. So That's a food funny. processor. You getting all this stuff off Amazon? Probably. I mean, dude, you can find them anywhere, <laughs> but yeah, I get them off Amazon. Uh dude, having a food processor changed my entire life. I cook so much yeah. more now. I'm telling you, yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 I need that. I need And that. dude, and you're a melanated man. Like you're gonna look so much better as soon as Bro. you stop eating cheese and milk, you know? I know. I need to go to a dermatologist, but the copay be 110. So I'm like, <laughs> let me find a cheap one first, and then I'll go get some medicine to clear all the rest of this up. Because I got yeah, blackheads. But- I got blackheads really bad. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, you know about Dr. Sebi and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So you don't need none of that medicine, none of that skin cream shit, bro. You're better than that. You're better than that, dude. I know you. You're, you're, nat- you're, you're natural everything? Yeah, man. I don't, dude. I'll yell at my girlfriend if she uses anything with more than one ingredient in it. Yeah, yeah, if she yeah. if she uses something with three ingredients in it, I'm hitting her for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, man. But yeah, man. That's, uh, what uh, what uh, do you take like vitamins and stuff? <sighs> no, um, I don't take any like supplements or anything. I don't know, man. I just I I don't trust any of that stuff. It's hard to like anything synthesized. Yeah. Like 
anything that's synthetic or if it doesn't come from the actual plant or ground or whatever, I just don't trust it. I don't know. You know, I, it's just no, that's smart. That's it doesn't smart. sit well. Yeah. It just feels like I'm going against nature almost, you know? Yeah. Only thing I, I take know. is, uh, uh, I just take bee powder and, uh, Tonka Ali and some, some, some that started okay. um, to clear up your lungs. Well, Tonga, Tonga Ali is pretty not, I mean, it's natural. So that's great. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Okay, cool. So I didn't know we were like that much hippies. That's that's dope. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, I if I will never have sex with a girl who's not vegan anymore, ever. Wow, but I ever. so but I so understand. I so yeah. it's just like girl, you don't smell that. Like <laughs> Well, hey dude, honestly, I don't know. See, I don't know if the diet I know the diet does have some effect on like your p the girl's ph balance but i also think that the man fucks up the ph balance too because if you have a bad diet or if you're i don't know man it's just like our body chemistries don't make a match like you'll fuck your ph balance up regardless so yeah but yeah the the main reason i say that though is because i don't i don't want to have sex with a ve- like a non-vegan girl because i don't want your parasites in me dude like, <laughs> i mean you know how many cleanses i've done yeah, I prob- that's I, I probably still have parasites but i'm saying like i don't want yours I don't that's, know. That's I. I definitely need to get a colonic. I want to get. Dude, one. <laughs> I'm so. Glad I can't you find that one. I can't find. Oh, one. I got you. I got you, dude. There's this okay. place called Radiant Living in Canal Winchester. I'm gonna send you a link after this, bro. And you're okay. gonna get your. You're gonna get your colon clean, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be, dude. You're gonna be so amazed about how much stuff is backed up in you. It's insane. Yeah. As as clean as I I eat all the time, dude. I'm still amazed. Like. Yeah. the 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 dark how dark it is when it comes like it's just stuff that's sitting there how dark it is it comes out it's just crazy dude yeah man i, I want to get that and i and like yeah so like when i when i um when i was eating coochie like you know when it, <laughs> when you're it, retired when, now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm retired <laughs> Like, like, oh, uh, like when they would square, you would smell it. And I'd be like, you don't smell that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you taste this. Why is mm-hmm. this so, why is this so salty? Why is <laughs> it so, I'm like, bro, your diet off. Yeah, yeah. Your diet is off, you know. Yeah, man. So, it's, it's a tough world out here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they look at you like you crazy because, you know, you, you, you eat right. And they want to question like, what's in that? It's just eat it. That's what mm-hmm. you should do. You should just eat it. I stuff it in her mouth. Um, <laughs> Get real graphic today, dude. But here's the thing, though. Like every time I break up, or me and a girl break up, like especially the last two relationships, they always before we about to break up, be like, "I think I want to be vegan." Like, man, you don't know how to cook no vegan food. Like, what yeah. you talking about, man? Have you ever been to Porsche's Cafe? Porsche's Cafe? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, you're gonna love it, bro. I mean, it's it's definitely like more white hippie vibes, but. It doesn't matter, bro. I mean, it's it's mostly raw food, and they cook some stuff. But mm. you got you got to go, bro. It's on Indian Lab. You got to hit it up. It's it's Ooh. the best. A little expensive, but dude, it's it's the best, bro. I always go down to uh, Studio Thirty Five when I'm on Indian Ola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Studio Thirty Five, man. I love independent movie theaters, man. It's yeah. just affordable, bro. I go there. I get a movie ticket for ten dollars. Yeah, a large popcorn for eight. And I can get a drink for what, however much, and, and a big ass seat too. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. All right, um, okay, cool. So, like, why, why, why? Um, I'm gonna piggyback. Why did you? Why did you want to? 
why, why do you want to give back so much to Columbus? A lot of people look to get out. I know I'm definitely looking to get out. I mean, I, I definitely want to have my hand and reach back with like my movie studio and things of that nature. But you really want to stay here. Why is that? I mean, dude, I mean I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it, keep it a being with you, bro. Like any, anywhere you go in America, it's all the same. Yeah. It, it's, it's no different. It's just the weather. You know what I mean? And yeah, people might be more inclined to do more inter- things in the entertainment industry uh, in bigger cities like L.A., Austin, Miami and stuff. But it's a little it feels more ingenuine. Like it doesn't feel real. Yes, you can make friends. Yeah, you can make connections. But at the end of the day, you know, people just want to make a dollar. They want to make a living. Um staying here for me just represents like a family thing. Like I, I don't necessarily want to have a family or like a big group of like a cult or anything, but um, just having people around me who I know are talented and who deserve to make a living from their art that dude, that's like, that'd be such a cool feeling. Like when I see one of my friends kill it on stage doing stand up, it's the best feeling. Like, I feel like I'm on stage with them and like, I'm, mm-hmm creating this energy in a room and it just feels good i don't know yeah yeah well i hope you become a family man i think you'd be a great dad you seem real nice i appreciate that but dude <laughs> i'm telling you bro the, the 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 kind of thoughts that go through my head i don't want my kid to have those same thoughts <laughs> you know i don't want them to wonder every day when they wake up what am i doing here what why am i here blah 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 all that all that depressing shit i don't want them to go through that i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah but, maybe that's maybe maybe that's the fun part of figuring out why you're here is the why mm-hmm. and the journey that's on the why. Yeah, I feel like we drive ourselves crazy with it, dude. Especially if you're more of a, a logical thinker, you just drive yourself insane with thinking like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had a, I think I had a little breakdown because I was like, man, we really on a just on a spinning rock, mm-hmm. and we could just drop at any moment. But then I was like, if I keep thinking that way. I'm missing the opportunity that's on this rock. Mm-hmm. There's so much pussy on this on this rock. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you sound like me like four years ago. I was like, <laughs> such a such a slut bag, dude. <laughs> that's funny. Just uh, something to snap me out. Snap snap me out of thinking like that. Cause I'm like, uh, yeah, I get it. You could definitely go down a whole rabbit hole doing that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I, I, th- I think if you, you can help take care of other people, it's like a, a great feeling, you know? So that's what I strive for in this life. It's like, can I help someone else out that needs help? Cause I'm fine at the end of the day, even if I can't eat today, like, I'm fine. Yeah. So. What, um, what's, what's your favorite, uh, out of all the sketch shows, what's your, what's your favorite one? Uh, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but like Chappelle shows the reason I wanted to make sketch comedy. Um, dude, I, I mean, I have to say Chappelle show because he just crossed the line and did it in such a intellectual way. And I don't know, just challenged people's mindsets. I love that kind of stuff. He just wasn't scared. He wasn't scared to say anything. And I'm surprised that Comedy Central let that shit slide. You know what I mean? Like the, the amount of censorship, dude, is insane today. So... Luckily, we got to experience something like the Chappelle show. Um, I don't know, man. There's not a sh- there's never been a show like it ever since. There's been people who tried to, you know, copy or copy and paste, but it's just not the same. I don't know. 
I'm actually not surprised because it is on Comedy Central and South Park is on Comedy Central. True. Okay, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. South Park is one of my favorite shows too. I mean, like that. Literally peed my pants watching that shit, dude. That watching that growing up, I was like, this is what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. But Comedy Central, I feel like, hasn't been the same since Chappelle left, though. Yeah. Like, it's just not. I mean, I don't really watch the Daily Show, but obviously, it's one of the most popular shows in America. But besides that, like. You don't even, I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's barely comedy specials on there anymore, but yeah, it's just not the same to me Yeah, anymore. Um, I don't even watch it like that for real. Workaholics was cool. Um, I feel like, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like what I'm doing right now with Puff Palace kind of has a workaholics vibe, but uh, yeah, that was probably one of the last shows I've seen on that. that yeah, I feel like that was probably like when that and Broad City was on. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was probably like the last time it was, it got its juices back up. I know they. I know they got um, Reno nine one one. They brought it back. Yeah, dude, watched, that was a good. Like, show. I only watched like one. I only watched like one of it. One of one of the episodes. It has like a more updated camera instead of like looking like the, the camera they just yeah. pulled. Yeah, I don't. Know. So, but okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna check it out though. Get back into it. But um, as we start to wrap things up here, man, um, who is on? And it could be anybody, even in the sketch world or whatever you want to do. Who is on your Mount Rushmore for comedy? Uh, George Carlin. Um, dude, Cat Williams is so funny to me, bro. Like, I could watch his stand-up shows over and over and over again and still laugh. He's such a good performer. Um, George Carlin, Cat Williams. I gotta give it up to... I'm not, like, the bit... I love his intellectual side. I love Chappelle's intellectual side, but I love his sketch side. So sketch speaking, I love Chappelle. Um, and then I don't know. I like people who like get people rowdy. So like Tosh.0 oh, <laughs> or D- Daniel, Daniel Tosh. I like his stand up a lot. Uh, yeah. Those are my four, I guess. Wasn't he on comedy central too? Yeah, Taj.0. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really, hilarious. the thing is, I didn't really watch that show a lot. I loved his stand up. Um, mm. And now he's doing more shows in Vegas. But yeah, I'd say those four. And then I think, if, if I was alive, if he was still alive and I got to experience him in person, Bill Hicks, I don't know if you know Bill Hicks, but is, is uh, he's probably one of my favorites to watch. Um, but yeah. I think I didn't watch uh, Tosh.0 at first. I'm like, this just looks stupid. And then I just watched it one. And I was like, oh, this dude is Yeah, he's wild. Ruthless. <laughs> yeah, he's wild. Ruthless, man. Um, <clears throat> um, all right. Okay. Um, what are some words of encouragement um, that you can give to anybody that's listening to this right now? If you feel any ounce of motivation or if you have any willpower – Force yourself to do stuff because that's everyone's problem. It's just staying consistent and telling yourself to get up and do it. That's it. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be comedy. It doesn't have to be anything specific. It's just life in general. Uh, if you want to, if you have goals and you feel like you want to reach them, um, then yeah, for sure do it. But also if you don't have goals and you don't feel like reaching them, that's okay too. You know, cause none of us know why we're here, but yeah, just get up, dude. Uh, Adam, tell people why they should listen to Comedians in Bed. Well, you should listen to Comedians in Bed because I, there's, there's a sexual side to you, bro, that you, you showed a little bit. And I like that kind of stuff. 
<laughs> so I think people would be really interested to hear what you have to say about, you know, that kind of stuff too. So it's a little surprising. I didn't expect to get into that kind of topic today, but yeah, you should listen to it because uh, you brought up points today that I wasn't expecting. So you're a good interviewer, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Adam, tell people where they can find you at. Uh, you can find me anywhere at a little show, A-L-I-L-S-H-O-W. You know, it's funny, dude. A lot of people think my name's Ali. <laughs> you know how cool that would be to be a white dude with the name Ali? Like. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. You do have to read it slow. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, man, if you want to watch next week's episode, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel at TYE Comedy. Once again, that's TYE Comedy. We go live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Pacific uh, Standard Time. I said Pacific, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, also, uh, be sure to follow us on IG for weekly clips on uh, on IG at Comedians in Bed Podcast. All right. Be sure to subscribe, write a review. We greatly appreciate it. We want to thank my man, Adam, once again, the viral sensation for coming on here with comedians in bed. We'll see you guys next week.